Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hello, party people. This is the Famous Dead People podcast. You did it. You you did it. You're listening to the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects only the most notable people from history and asks them all the hard questions. And you know what? This is a really special episode, you guys, because this is the audio of our first ever live show. Oh my god, we did a live show, you guys. We 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 put this thing up in front of people and we recorded it. We had an incredible we had incredible guests. We had Fred Trump, who was Donald Trump's father. We had the Wright brothers who invented the airplane. It was it was incredible. It was a long episode because we were having a good time. You know, we were doing a live live one in front of an audience and we were having fun so it's a little longer than normal but i think you're really gonna like it uh, a couple of quick announcements before we get to the episode don't forget to check out the fresh eps every monday at 3 p.m on radio free brooklyn those are the freshest ones the the, the right out of the oven episodes email us at famous dead people at radiofreebrooklyn.org buy my book the kelly and conway technique rate and review this podcast tell your friends and go to jaredbarnstein.com but for now enjoy our live episode right brothers fred trump guys Fucking get into it. Famous dead it's time. Famous dead time to start the show. Famous dead people. People you know. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous stories stuck in the heads. You're gonna hear rock from me, even though all these people are dead. You know, I got a really good uh, cast of people here who are gonna be pretending to be famous dead people for y'all, and I think it's gonna be really funny. You guys ready to have a good time? Okay, just gotta do two quick tech things. Boom, starting to record. Make sure we got all our bases covered. All right, yeah, uh, make some noise if you've heard the podcast. All right, you not you guys, that's okay. We're gonna turn you into fans tonight, I guarantee it. So, the way this show works, I have impossibly, amazingly brought some incredible people back to life, and we are going to interview them here for you tonight. Uh, please welcome American real estate developer and father of the 45th president of the United States, Fred Trump. Everybody, let him hear it! Fred Trump! Don't, he is our guest. He is our guest. Mr. Trump, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Jared. Thank you so much. Oh, and wow. thank you to this beautiful, poor audience out here. <laughs> uh, and also, we have with us tonight American engineers and aviation pioneers credited with inventing, building, and flying the world's first successful airplane, Wilbur and Orville Wright. The Wright Brothers, let them hear it, everybody! Here we go, the Wright Brothers. Welcome to the show. Oh, it is such a pleasure to... <laughs> oh, oh, that is classic. Mm, well done. It is such an honor to have such incredible, esteemed people here on Famous Dead People, our very first live Famous Dead People. Thank you so much for joining us, Thank guys. you so much for having me, Jared. It's a pleasure. And, yeah. uh, and the Wright brothers, of course. Now, which of you is Wilbur and which of you is Orville? Because those are the two brothers. Wilbur. You're Wilbur. Orville. And you're, so Wilbur, you are, of course, the oldest. The big brother. The older one. Uh, <laughs> uh, older by four years, that's right. Uh, 
<laughs> Wonderful. And Good I am play. the one who lived. Yes, unfortunately, well. Wilbur passed away a little a little earlier, you know, and uh, we do have some questions about that. I can't wait to get to it. But first, uh, so according to the Wikipedia, uh, the two of you gained the necessary skills to develop the airplane by working with printing presses and by working with bicycles. Lots of bicycles. Yes. You had a bike shop. You had a bike shop. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm just clarifying with you guys. Uh, and so I'd, I'd love to ask you how those two items specifically helped you with developing the airplane. What's the connection? How did you make the leap? What was the inspiration while you're working on your bicycles, while you're working on your printing presses, Mind that I, led to the mm. airplane itself? Yes, well, uh, it's a funny story. Okay. Uh, really told at, at the time because it was a little embarrassing, but there was a, a mishap at the printing press. Mm. Papers flew everywhere. And back then, papers were very sticky. And a bunch of papers flew and landed on one of our bikes. And uh, they landed in such a way that they allowed the bike to get a little bit of air. Hmm. And uh, it wasn't a functional plane. Let's not let's be clear. It, it crashed <laughs> very quickly. But uh, it was but it, it achieved enough air where you would say that when it landed it, it crashed yeah yeah exactly that's impressive we, we were like wow uh, has there ever been more magical of a, of a of a of the universe telling us something i find this very hard to believe i don't i'm not uh, i'm not doubting mm. the story mm. necessarily okay. it was inspiration also i used to ride my bicycle into walls a lot mm. <laughs> so i used to ride uh, my bicycle into walls a lot and Wilbur. then i thought if i was above the yes. walls this wouldn't be happening so oh interesting old, okay. old Wilbur loves blowing off steam with, mm. a, with a good bike wall smash was sometimes it, on it? purpose sometimes by accident i see they would never know until later though what do you mean who would who would never know like people would never know if i did it on purpose cuz I, I was blowing off steam and mm -hmm. just Mad at a wall, or if I uh, did it by accident, because I was distracted. It's a good way to cover your bases. If you do do it by accident, mm. and you want to save face, you can say, you know, oh, you no, know, you would you would think that, but actually, what would happen is I would do it on purpose and want to save face and say that it was an accident. Really? Yeah, emotional instability is a much bigger thing to save face for than an accident. Yes, <laughs> being the kind of person that wants to ride your bike into a wall is the sort of thing that you would prefer not to be true about Well, you. that's the burden of a big brother. <laughs> I see. Yes. Well, you know, it's a, it's a story too often told. Uh, let's pivot over to um, uh, Fred Trump for just a moment. Yes, Jared. How are you? Um, great. I'm such a, that such sounds great. I'm such, it's such a pleasure to have you. Uh, um, I have to say, going over your biography, there do uh -huh. seem to be a lot of similarities between you uh -huh. and your son, Donald, uh -huh. who is now president. My beautiful Don Don. Uh, yes, so... My beautiful Danny boy. Uh, you were both guilty of housing discrimination against African-Americans. <laughs> Strike one, Jerry. And, uh, Strike one. Also, Two more and you I'll were walk guilty. off the show. I'm what? sorry, what was that? Two more and I'll walk off the show. Okay. All right, so we got Ooh. one strike. And that's one strike right up top. One strike. Uh, what uh, did you say, Jared? I'm so sorry. The other one was uh, you were both uh, found guilty of shady business practices of one in one form or another. Uh-oh. Well, there's many uh, shades of gray in that, Jared. You know, uh, there's a lot of many shades of gray in that. And that, is a, that is a fair statement. But would you think, is it a fair thing to say that the apple didn't fall far from the tree where you and Donald are concerned. Well, you know, I've owned many trees, Jared, and I've owned many apples and many apple orchards and many apple plants and a lot of other buildings in New York City, predominantly in Queens, 
And today, you know, everybody wants to talk about Donnie as an adult, but they don't know Donnie that I know. Ooh. They don't know the Don Don that I grew up with. Right, the one that you raised. The one that I raised. Thank you, yeah. Jared. The baby Don Don. Oh, yes. The little scamp walking around the house, avoiding, you know, because I would, I would have over, you know, I was friends with Andrew Carnegie. Oh, the and Andrew Jan Carnegie. And John D. Rockefeller. Yes. Well, and the they built this city along with me, mm -hmm. and they would come over my house a lot, a lot of the time, and we would do unforgivable acts. <laughs> To people. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> we, would do some, we would do some horrible things to a lot of people. And, you know, Dun Dun sometimes we would get crossed, would get in the crosshairs, Jared. Hmm. And so, you know, and that takes forms in many, in many things. Sometimes that's, um, you know, getting thrown down the stairs. And sometimes that's getting lit cigarettes thrown at him. I see. So sometimes. And sometimes it's making him dance for my good friends. Andrew Carnegie and John D. Rockefeller, Jared. You drop those names several times. Well, because they're good friends of mine. <laughs> mm -hmm. and That's what you do when you're good friends with somebody. You frequently mention their name <laughs> That's just right. to solidify your friendship. It's they're to show that your friends, that you're proud, that you know them. Mm. Their full name. Their full name. Their full names. Exactly. Well, because I'll say John, and people don't know what the hell I'm saying. But if you just say Rockefeller, And then sometimes I'll say, how was that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Johns, but Rockefeller would really solidify it. Mm -hmm, yes, mm. but, you know... Believe it or not, uh, Wilbur Wright? <laughs> Correct. Yes, that is Wilbur. Believe it or not, when I do say John... Wilbur Wright. Wilbur yes. Wright. Always been jealous of the alliteration you've had going for you. <laughs> Wilbur Wright. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I do... Huh? <laughs> when I do talk about, you know, uh, when I am talking about uh, John D. Rockefeller, my good friend, and I do say John, believe it or not, Wilbur Wright, when I do say John and they go, who, who are you talking about? And I go, oh, John, uh, John D. Rockefeller. Uh, I, uh, more times than not, take a lot more shit than I had just said his name fully up top. Mm -hmm. I believe that. There are definitely people that I refer to by first and last name. Uh -huh. And then and when pressed, it's Cameron Diaz. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure for you, Jim. Uh, that's uh, remarkably, that's exactly who I was talking about. I'm childhood friends with Cameron Diaz, and oftentimes if I say... Just Cameron. People are like, who you're talking about? Yeah, if I say, about? if I say, uh, you know, Ms. Diaz, people think I'm being pretentious, and so I feel uh -huh. like the only workaround there uh -huh. is to say the full name, to say Cameron Diaz. Uh huh. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, so like I said, I do have a lot of good friends, and um, and a lot of them are very, very important civil engineers in New York City: mm -hmm. LaGuardia, John D. Rockefeller, Andrew Carnegie. Oh, are you friends Hershey, with uh... Hershey? I'm friends with Hershey. <laughs> And uh, well, gave him the idea for chocolate, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, did you, you know Fio Fiorella LaGuardia? The, uh, great man. Yeah? Absolutely great man, yeah. I wouldn't think the two of you would get along. Well, we do, because, you know, there's, uh, there's always the public scenario, and then there's the private Jared, obviously. Mm. You know, you're uh, the host of this talk show, but behind the scenes, Jared is a disgusting man, just like <laughs> all my friends. <laughs> I don't know. And we do fair. a lot of unspeakable acts to a lot of no, very yeah, undeserving, innocent people I'm all sorry, the time. Me, Jared? Uh, we, just, we just met just have now. Have you thrown well, lit cigarettes at anybody? I've never thrown lit cigarettes. And, and, never so, and so the Diaz. lies continue. <laughs> 
And so the lies continue, and they'll continue to uh, happen as, as long as this uh, show exists. But yes, but me, but me and LaGuardia, we did do a lot of uh, very uh, horrible things to a lot of people that didn't deserve it, Jared. Yeah. Interesting. Now, just before we move on, uh -huh. uh, we this is the first time that you and I have met Mr. Trump. Um, okay, uh, if that's what uh, you want to say. And uh, sure. I just would like to go on the record and say that I am not guilty of atrocities or doing terrible things to people. Okay, fantastic. Um, well, I, neither am I. And you, know, and you see how easy <laughs> it is to say that out loud into a microphone? What, maybe that we doesn't should, make it true. Right, brothers, you agree. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I'd like to move on to uh, the Wright okay. brothers again. Now, Wilbur, uh, I understand that when you were 19, you got hit in the face with a hockey stick. Mm. Uh, and uh, you lost your front teeth that caused you to become withdrawn. You gave up sports. You were going to go to Yale. You decided not to. Was it that you were uh, self-conscious about the teeth that you had lost, or were you sort of like shell-shocked? Were you worried that you would get hit by other things? Uh, uh, that sort of thing? Uh, yeah, the, the teeth. It was the, that you didn't want to be seen without your front teeth. How would you feel if you got your front teeth knocked out? I'd be upset. You're going to go to Yale and have everybody make fun of you? I mean, maybe, but, uh, you know, Yale, it's an incredible opportunity to go there. It is now. Back then, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't the same Yale. It was a, but a startup. Was a, oh, so it was like a young... A young new college. Mm. Yeah, also know. not everybody, it wasn't mandatory to go. You know, I figured I could just lock myself up in a room and learn by myself. And our, my, our sister took good care of me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She'd never call me ugly. She said I was pretty regardless of how my teeth looked. But didn't were, were there some sort of prosthetics that you could have used to to mask the fact that you had lost those she teeth? She tried to uh, glue pebbles into my mouth. Mm. My body rejected it. Oh, that is a shame. Ouch. That's too bad. And, and how did you feel about all this, Orville? Like, your no, older I, brother here I he had is completely to, giving up on life. Yes, I, it was tragic. Uh, and to be honest, I had to stifle a laugh because there was this this whistle that came from whenever he talked, the way the air passed through the missing teeth. I knew you were stifling uh, a laugh. Wil <laughs> Wilbur's whistle, I called it. It's worth noting here that neither of us were ever married. Um, mm -hmm. um, but Smart yes, we, we, we formed a strong brotherhood and no, no, no accident, no missing teeth could ever get in the way of her. Mm -hmm. Not. <clears throat> now, who was it that knocked out the teeth? Because I, on Wikipedia, it just says like a, a bunch of friends were playing hockey. There's no way of knowing. I think it was the heat of the moment, heat of the game. I was there. I, I was think there was a way of knowing. Well, Do you have a theory on who this was, Wilbur? Yeah, there was one other person that was in the room at the time. Wait, I'm sorry. So the Wikipedia says it was a group of friends, but it was just you and one other person. Yeah, I had one, one friend. Who was it? A brother, some might call it. Mm. It seems as though you are angling towards fingering your brother, Orville, as the one who knocked your teeth out with the <clears> hockey stick. Yeah, I, I think that that is clear. Uh, Orville, this is a pretty serious allegation that your brother Wilbur is, uh, is lobbing at you. The truth of the matter is, it was an aggressive game. I was down by one hockey point. <laughs> <laughs> and I fully intended... I'm sorry, one, one hockey point. Yes. One yes. hockey point. It yes. was a hockey game, and he was down one hockey point. <laughs> That's right. All right, that makes sense. Just wanted to clarify. All right, go ahead. And I was determined to catch up. You know, um, my brother had always been better than me at all sports. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was my moment to prove myself. Mm -hmm. And... Truthfully, things got a little bit more aggressive than I want. The testosterone was flowing through my body, and I let loose with the hockey ball, uh, known as the puck, <laughs> and it flew into yeah. my poor yeah, old Yeah, yeah, you mouth. did. You did. You proved yourself to be a bad hockey player, 
a bad brother, and oh a bad God. dentist. Wow. I, <laughs> I attempted very little dentistry on you. I know. I, I feel like this is good. This is healthy to get these these tensions out. <clears throat> Were you at all guilty? Because uh, not not long after that, you hired your brother, Wilbur, to join you at the uh, print shop that you started. Yes. Uh, was that motivated by guilt? Like, did you feel bad that you had caused uh, your brother s- to completely retreat from life? Seeing poor, whistling Wilbur wasting away in his wallowing room, um, I, I took pity on him. Um, mm. And uh, seeing no college life ahead of him, I thought, well, I guess he can sweep up the floors. Mm. I invited him into the print shop and said, here you go. Uh, there are the walls if you wish to crash into them. And, uh, and thus a partnership of sorts was born. And you crashed. It was a sick joke. What was the situation? I tried to print new teeth over and over. <laughs> with the, I, with the I, I advised against it from the beginning. I told I him see. it would not work. Yeah. It now, did not. Now you uh, you started a paper together, the West Side News. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And what sort of what sort of stories would you guys print in the West Side News? So lots, like local lots local of stories. Uh, blueprints. Blueprints. That was the newspaper, was just blueprints. That was hot. The blueprints were relatively new. They were pretty hot at the time. In the 1800s, people could see them and stare at them for hours. It was a way of passing the time. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's so interesting to think about how different life was when Mm. we weren't inundated with entertainment. Right. Today, you have to read your blueprints on an iPad. Yeah. And and I want to state something. This is a true thing that Mm -hmm. I'm not making up, as everything else is, I said, but this is a really (laughs) true thing. There was a town in late 1800s that was formed over a day that existed for two trains to collide into each other. Uh, the, it, was a, it was a whole song and dance thing, but they like made up a thing where the event was, we're going to crash two trains together, and the conductors got out, and they put out flyers, and, uh, and it caused a huge explosion, bigger than they had planned, because they hadn't thought this through, I guess it hadn't been done before. Okay. And the, uh, 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 what do they call The boilers, I guess, exploded. And huge, th- huge mess. Wait, so this years, was years later. They made a movie about this called Footloose. Are you familiar? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I haven't seen film. that movie. That's. I mean, it's a great movie, Wonder, but wonderful film. Uh, how is that? Uh, how is that related to this uh, train explosion? You don't remember that scene where they I played chicken on two tractors? The tractors, oh. of course. Well, it's it was it was trains, on. but they didn't have the budget. Mm. I see. It's easier to get tractors than, than trains. Just to get trains, of course. That's an incredible piece of history. Thank you for yeah. for uh, sharing that with us. Let's go back over to. Uh, Fred Trump for just a moment. Yes, Jared. What would you like to know? So uh, you began building houses at a very young age. Yes, thank and, you very uh, much. And I'm sorry, what was that? I don't think it was yes, a compliment. Thank you it was very a stating much. a fact. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, so, in fact, when you uh, finished your first house, you were underage, so your mother had to create Uh-oh. a company called Elizabeth Trump and Son uh-huh. and had to be president of the company until you're 21. Is that correct? That's absolutely true. But she had absolutely no decision in what happened in the company. I want to make that very clear. She okay? didn't have any creative decisions. She didn't have any creative decisions or financial decisions or any decisions of any kind, Jared. Oh, because okay. it all went through me. Because I knew at a very young age that I was going to be one of the best builders in New York City. Mm. And I was going to rise up this city. And I was going to eventually take over the city. And then I was eventually going to ruin my financial <laughs> empire with, unfortunately, my stupid disappointment of a son, Danny. And his 
much more fun brother Robert. Can uh, I talk to you talk to you about Robert? Ooh, now yes. Robert now Robert is the fun one. You know, I'd love to Because ask Robert you. can drink <laughs> and Robert can have fun and Robert can take a joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Dun Dun could not. I didn't know you had another son. Oh, oh I yeah. had another son. Well, I mean I had a, a lot more sons. But the well, one, but the ones that, but the ones on paper were Donnie and Robert and those in uh, and Robert is the one that I'm most uh, proud of. Uh, because, uh, you know, he's a good drinking buddy. And we're talking about him at, you know, 14, 15, 16, going out with daddy and, you know, going to the racetrack. Just living it just up. Just living it up and being real guys, you know, mm-hmm. just being real men. What do you mean by ponies. real men? Let's get specific. What uh-huh. do you mean when you say just being real men? Just being guys. I mean, I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to talk to you, Jerry. We've gotten into some pretty disgusting <laughs> fucking stuff. <laughs> and I'm sure the Wright brothers, I'm not, I'm not you know, talking out of school with you guys either, <laughs> but real guys. You know, the guys that wake up at 6 a.m., do their business, lay out some blueprints on some on some beautiful tables. Talk to the mayor, drink bourbon, uh, you know, kill somebody every now and again when you he need to when you when you need somebody. to kill people. Tell the paper what to write. Really control the world. We Real did. Men. We actually did kill someone. You killed See, somebody. There we, we go. Killed, we now killed, we're having a good time. We killed a government employee that that uh, took a flight with us. Well, once. that was an accident. It though. wasn't. It was an accident. It, so, oh, I'm sorry. Was it not? It was not it was an, an accident. accident. It, it was, was not an accident. accident. It was an accident. Uh, I, I actually I got very <laughs> very hurt. Now Orville, Orville, come. Second. Let's 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 be real here. Mm. All right. Mm? We got we got a strong denial here from your brother, but it really seems to me mm. like maybe this was not an accident. <laughs> it was you, an accident. All right. I can you can, confirm or deny this? I can confirm it was an accident because. The federal employee that died was not the intended victim. Oh my <laughs> God! Okay, okay. Who was the intended let's, victim? Let's play the game, intended victim. <laughs> <laughs> who, you who, first. Who were you trying to kill with this plane? Well, um, it wasn't. Um, it didn't start off a murder plan. It started off a plan for embarrassing Wilbur. Uh, yes. Uh, oh my God! You, know, you were trying to embarrass your older brother. Yes, I I felt he had gotten a lot more of the fame that had come with discovering flight, which we haven't gotten to yet. By the way, we discovered flight. We will get there. We will definitely get Thank there. Thank you. Yeah, we'll get there. Let's Women finally got past my teeth. <laughs> yes, because of the fact that you guys, uh, you know, created the first control. Yeah, you know, some guys just get to be tall and pretty. Some of us have to invent flight to get some tail. Again, worth reiterating, <laughs> neither of us <laughs> ever married. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yes, uh, and well, detention went his way, and and I just wanted to uh, just maybe show the world that maybe there was a smarter brother and a klutzier brother. Mm, I see. Uh, and so Wilbur uh, does not get in the plane that day. Uh, a federal aviation employee does. No, they go together. No, no, I got hurt. I got badly hurt. I, you were also I stood back and wished them good luck mm-hmm. holding the fuse in my hand and the long wire. Oh, my God. Going up to the plane <laughs> behind <laughs> my back. Then, of course, this is before wireless technology. <laughs> yes. so any explosive device. It had to be comically long wires. <laughs> uh, and that's what I had. We had plenty of it lying around. And so I let them take off and get about 100 feet in the air. Just before I felt the tug, I pulled the trigger, and the rest, as they say, was history. That poor federal employee was an unwanted casualty. casualty but wow. um, Now, this denial, Wilbur, that you kept on lobbing out for Orville, it really seems like it was meant to protect him. 
Uh, is well, it, I didn't want I didn't want him to get in trouble. It felt like our usual pranks, you know. Uh, we do that sometimes. Sometimes he'd go up there. I'd put a banana in the tailpipe. Murphy <laughs> 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 style, classic. I believe that's what happened to the yes. first uh, the first plane that Beverly you guys did. Oh, the yeah. right oh, the yes. right flyer one. You yes. know, it stalled out, flipped over a bunch of times. Yes. Right. It's worth noting right. it took very little for any of these crashes to happen. <laughs> sometimes it was just ad- adjusting a wing one degree, and the, and the prank was set. A, a Crash was guaranteed. <laughs> now, we uh, were, so we got on topic a little bit. We were talking about some of Fred's other children besides the famous one, the, besides the famous Donald. I said, Jared. Uh, we also had uh, Marianne Trump. Do you Ouch. remember what happened to her? <sighs> you know, it slips my mind, Jared. Wow. You know, it truly does. The last time I remember uh, with Mary Joe. I'm sorry, Mary Joe? <laughs> Mary Joe? No, there's Mary Ann. Mary Ann. Ouch. Yeah. Mary Ann. Uh, the last I remember, Mary Ann. Uh, you know, she, um, that's right. Yes, that's right, Mary Ann. She said uh, that she wanted to go to college. And I said, uh, that's uh, not going to happen. You're going to marry my good friend John D. Rockefeller's son. And, uh, you know, she didn't like that. And then, mm. uh, and I believe that's the last time I saw her. I don't know, I don't know what your cards say, uh, and I don't know what type of uh, information you've looked up. Uh, but ever since that day, yes, yeah, she has been uh, exiled from the family. Wow. And uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's right. Um, I, yeah. uh, and I hate to, you know, uh, um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I just have here that she's a judge. I didn't know that uh, she was trying to marry. <laughs> she's a judge? She's Jesus a Christ. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Someone's going to have to fix that. And, uh, uh, and I think it's going to come down to me and you, Jared. We're going to have to do a couple of the stuff that we did last night. You guys should have seen it. It was we fantastic. We were dangling no, a couple no, of... No, uh, didn't happen. Didn't we were happen. Da- uh, oh <laughs> a couple my. of the mayor's uh, sons <laughs> off, this, uh, <laughs> off this balcony telling him uh, to call de Blasio to get uh, some uh, buildings rezoned around New York. Dante? You dangled Dante? I, dang- I've been, I was dangling Dante for a long time, personally. <laughs> And and so uh, and, as a joke, I lean over to Jared and I go, "What do you think? Should I dump him?" And Jared goes, "I don't care. I'm on coke." <laughs> and so and so I go, "Jesus Christ, Jared! You know, it's it's you're the only person standing between uh, a Dante sandwich on the goddamn street." And uh, and uh, by the grace of God, you know, I uh, I did actually let him up. And then Jared dumped him over. Isn't Oof. that wild? Jared himself didn't it's think he true. had it in him. It's not true. No, didn't think true. he had it. Let's go over some more of these kids. We got. Uh, we I got don't know Freddie. who to believe. We got Freddie Trump. Freddie as well. Trump. Do you remember Freddie Trump? He was of a pilot. Course. He was a pilot. Just he like was you a guys. pilot. Ooh. He was a pilot. He actually uh, was uh, the pilot that uh, took down uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my! And so I. Uh, <laughs> funny thing. Um, I uh, I suggested that to him as a joke, and he took it seriously. And uh, and uh, you know, I wake up the next morning, and I'm in the Hamptons. You know, I'm I'm in the Hamptons, and I'm covered in a bunch of uh, you know uh, Russian women that I don't know. And uh, and I turn on my TV, and uh, you know, John Jr. has has died in a plane in a plane crash. Uh, and then I find out that it was my son. Uh, it was your son, Freddie. Uh, yeah, it was Freddie that crashed it. Yeah, and he always wanted to prove something to me. And uh, he was always jealous of uh, the, you know, the Don Don and uh, and, and Robert. Uh, I was always laughing at the things that they said, mm. and uh, and I never really took, I never really told anyone that I was Fred's father, and so I, uh, you know, so he uh, he said, hey, uh, he came to the Hamptons and he was like, uh, Daddy, please, can I do something for you? And I, you know, f- and I was fading in and out of consciousness, Jared. It was, a, I mean, you'd love it, <laughs> um, but. 
and I said, ha, 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 yeah, I, I heard John Jr.'s taking a flight out of New York tomorrow. Why don't you crash that thing into the sea? And then, uh, and then he did do it, and then he did do it, and then he did do it, yeah. Uh, he did do it, and, uh, can and I, can I just hilarious, yeah. Sorry, I did, it, it troubles me to know that something that we had done together when we created Flight, that this could be the, the end result some however many years later that uh -huh. oh, no. lives I, ha I haven't lost. told him about 9-11 yet. <laughs> So buckle up, buckle up. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. I, I, I this is fantastic. Easy. I'm only caught up through 2000. It gets, what? It gets this is so much worse. It gets so much this worse is gonna than be great, JFK yeah. Jr.'s death. And I knew uh. about it before it happened. Isn't that I'm nuts? Sorry, you Isn't knew that about 9-11 before yes, it happened? Yes, I did. Yeah, me and the Rothschilds. Yeah, we did. We <laughs> planned it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Let's, uh, I just want to finish this list of your other kids. You work with the Rothschilds? Huh? You work? I said, huh? <laughs> Well, at least he's not anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. uh, no. Well, I, well, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's also uh, Elizabeth Trump. Do you Elizabeth remember your other daughter, Trump. Elizabeth Trump? Elizabeth Trump, yes, and she was. I mean, I'll say it: the hottest Trump. She was, she the, was hottest. the hottest. Trump. She was the hottest. You know, most of the time, I think I am. But uh, but I but I do think that Liz Trump is the hottest. Yes, that's mm -hmm. right. Yeah, and I would tell people that. Um, and I would tell a lot of people that, and uh, you know, before she entered rooms, I'd go, uh, you know, because I, li I like to put down the rest of my kids because they're all ugly. You know, they're all like trolls and stuff like that. You know, they all look like their mother. It's, you know? It sounds like you have uh, huh? ranked your children that you have favorites. That's absolutely true. Yes. I am familiar with siblings and and the, the uh -huh. parents have having favor uh -huh. over certain ones or others. Can I just ask, uh -huh. just from your Time with the two of us. Do you pick the favorite? Go ahead. Well, between the White Brothers. Do well, you, you, you know, uh, you know, I like people who, uh, and don't take this personally, Edgar, but I actually, um, it's, it's Orville. I like people who uh, do things for me, and I like people that are easily manipulated. Mm. And it kind of seems like, uh, you know, if you give Wilbur, 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 if you give Wilbur, uh, you know, a bike and a wall, he's gonna do whatever the hell you want. So. <laughs> So I think um, you know Wilbur's in the front and uh, Duardo, you're right. You're right, should second. But uh, but that's a close second. That, that, is a, that is a close second. You really shouldn't it. take that personally at all. It really Perks. seems like he's just uh, uh, whoever whoever he can get the most out of. Hmm. You know, uh, it has nothing to do with personality or anything like that. Nothing at all. Yeah, that's not a personal. I absolutely objective. don't know you. I'm not sure if I want the title. Yeah. See, so it's almost like. Uh, so don't cry. <laughs> Are you going to cry? Not, He's not crying. Not don't, crying. Cry. don't cry. Orville Wright is not crying. I just want to say that for the record. Not. Don't cry. cry. You know what? Let's uh, go Don't back, ever cry. Go back to, to the Wright Brothers for just a moment. So 1869, hmm. uh, a number of flight-related innovations. They hit the mainstream. People start experimenting yes. with, uh, with gliders. Mm. And a man named Lilenthal. Uh, yes. Uh, we call this, sorry, the era of failure. But continue. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, mm. Lilenthal was killed mm. while trying to experiment with a glider. And you later, the two of you later said that that death uh, inspired your uh, serious interest in flight research. That was when you guys began. Uh, do you mind if I ask you what it was about that incident that made you buckle down and, and focus on flight exactly, Mr. Uh, Lilenthal's death? Uh, well, for starters, it was just uh, kind of cool. It was a real cool way to die. Mm. So, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people succumb to tuberculosis, illness, and uh, if you're going to die one day, uh, well, crashing bikes into walls wasn't working, so uh, nice and... 
yeah. adventurous way would have been to uh, crash from the sky. That's right. If you there were so few sky related deaths back then, very few, it would have made the news. Lightning. Yeah. There was a. Part. I mean, we were making the news. We were printing, you know, the news, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, it was a popular activity back in the time to. Uh, have the most exciting tombstone, to, you know, and uh, no, obviously f falling to your death in a plane that uh -huh. never happened before. So <laughs> if we could do that, you know, we either fly and everyone would love us, or we die. Worst a cool, case scenario, cool, cool death, pretty Worst fucking cool. Worst case scenario, you win the contest of coolest tombstone yes. in town. Mm -hmm. uh, did mm -hmm. you know no. Lilenthal before he died? I mean, since you were in sort of like in sister uh, sister aviation researchers. <clears throat> yes, we. Um, we we communicated a bit every now and again. Telegraph, telegraph, of as course. Were. Yes, obviously. We we honestly we prank telegraphed him a few times. We we kind of talked some shit. So your pranks were not limited to just the two of you. Mm. You would prank other people as well. Big big time pranksters. Mm. So yes. what were what were some I of these? I love uh, pranks. Pranks are fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, sure you do. Mr. Our favorite prank, I think, uh, you back me up if I'm if I'm wrong, was the one where we told him, uh, you know, via telegraph, uh, big breakthrough. Um, simply add paper to bottom of plane, guaranteed flight, and... Uh, he broke his arm. <laughs> and he broke his arm. Gotcha. I was going to assume that that was the one that killed him, mm. but as so long as it just broke his arm, that's not that big a deal. No, he, he, he did himself in with some mistakes. Mm. I telegraphed my uh, penis once. You sent well. a telegraph to your own penis. No, I telegraphed my penis to him. Oh, interesting. So like a uh, an early dick pic, if you will. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly that. Wow. So how would I mean? Would, was it like a was it like a description? Is that how that worked? Like mm -hmm. vivid, vivid description. Gotcha. And, he, and he'd do this with with you know his dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so yes. you would you would actually do the the uh, the Morse code, the beep beeps. It hurt me more than it hurt him. <laughs> I see. Uh, I, I want to also go back to something you said earlier about. Uh, uh, running into walls wasn't uh, wasn't doing it for you. Were you were you trying to kill yourself, Wilbur? I was a frustrated older brother. Okay. I had my teeth knocked out. Mm -hmm. I gave up on an education, and I saw my younger brother succeeding in business. So I rode into walls. So you started riding into walls. I also see. went super uh, bald. Super bald. Yes. Pretty, pretty yes. Did that bother bald. you being the bald brother of the two? Well, uh, I was a recluse uh, at that point, so mm. uh, it was just a, another straw in the haystack. I see. Now, uh, so Lilenthal, he dies. You guys decide you're going to double your efforts and become, uh, again, you're going to focus on aviation. Do you st are you still printing? Are you still working on bicycles? Or is, or is, the, is shop closed and we are just mm -hmm. aviators now? Well, bills Some had to be paid. Exactly. Something's got to pay the bills. So uh, <laughs> we're still making bicycles and we're still using parts we're making in the bicycle shop for the planes. Mm -hmm. uh, but of course. As you know, we were making news at the time. And when you're printing a paper, you can, of course, influence the news. So we put Ooh. little articles in there about two hip young brothers working on some experimental machinery. And uh, people would come out to the fields to, to watch us and try to take off, and eventually we got there. Yeah, that sounds incredible. What were some of the uh, what were some of the other headlines that you guys would write about yourselves to uh, to pique people's interest? <clears throat> uh, does working on planes give you tighter glutes? Mm. <laughs> 
That sounds yes. almost like a like like a kind of clickbait that we would uh, that we would have today. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you guys were writing kind of like a, a tease little teaser headlines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, you know, they sold newspapers by the headline on the street, so it was a very That's similar right. marketing tactic. You think yeah. of a little boy saying X tree X tree, read all about it. Does and, building uh, planes give you tighter glutes? <laughs> Check out the Wright brothers. Does higher altitude give you bigger boners? Mm. Mm, interesting. Wow. And so with these articles, I'm assuming wouldn't. Say yes or no. That's not the. That's not the point, right? Never, never the point. No, no. Just, no, just, just interest. Uh, you just throw po- possibilities back and forth for a hundred words, and there you go. Bada mm-hmm. boom, bada bing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Let's go back to uh, uh, Mr. Trump for just a moment. Yes, Jerry. And I apologize because it's apology might accepted. <laughs> this Jerry. might seem like a uh, like a gotcha question. Uh oh. But I found something from Wikipedia uh, that I have to ask you about. Okay. In 1927, you're 22 years old. Uh-oh. You were arrested for participating in a KKK rally in Queens. The New York Times suggests in their article that it's possible that you were an innocent bystander, uh, even though five other sources said that you were wearing Klan robes at the time. Uh, Your son, of course, uh, Donald Trump, Uh uh, not only denied that you were in the KKK, denied that you were ever arrested, which isn't like even something that was up for a question. That's right. We know that that was a fact that you were arrested. Um, And I personally suspect that you were in the KKK because okay. you were found wearing the robes. Okay. But would you like to state for the record whether or not you were in the KKK and whether or not you were participating in the march when you got arrested at the time? Okay, well, first off, giving thank you for giving me the platform to talk about this, Jared. You're welcome, absolutely. Second off, strike two. <laughs> Uh-oh. And third off, you know, Jared, uh, you're talking from a pretty ivory tower, talking uh, from a guy who just last night was wearing Klan robes <laughs> and just last night was oh doing my. a lot nope. of the things that you just said I did. I'm okay. sorry. I was and, doing... And, we were, and if I can finish, <laughs> you know, we were, to, we were talking about pranks um, earlier. Yes. Uh, you know, that was 100% a prank uh, when I did put that Klan mm. uh, hood on and, and the robe uh, and when I danced around the uh, flaming, uh, you know, swastika, Jared. Um, <laughs> Uh, and that and that was a prank um, the, the, the entire time, and I and, and I didn't I get just arrested. Just want to clarify, and I didn't. And, and if I can finish, <laughs> and if I can finish, like I was saying before, so it's actually okay that and it was a flaming yeah, swastika. Yeah, there's nothing and, wrong with and, the swastika. They were good. Then. It was a generic symbol. That was, and it, it was, was. An Indian signal for good luck, I believe. And if I'm allowed to talk, uh, <laughs> I. I did uh, not get arrested because most of the cops at the time were also doing the same thing. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was it was a statewide thing. It was a townwide prank, and uh, obviously, you know, uh, when you get we we're talking about the papers earlier. You sure. know, uh, you guys were making papers. Mm. You know, and uh, you know they that was one of the rare instances where uh, what went into the paper didn't go through me and my team first. And that's why uh, I think it's very, very important to uh, to have to own most newspapers and to own most newspaper guys, uh, so that uh, absolute uh, uh, you know horse uh, hockey balls don't get don't get thrown out into the uh, the newspaper like that, Jared. That is, uh, and I hope that answers your question. And apology accepted. And you have one more strike. <laughs> it's uh, it's completely understandable. As uh, a and thank you for apologizing to a guy who uh, wore a Klan <laughs> robe. And dance around a swastika with cops. Well, listen, I just want to make sure that this is a uh, uh, a welcome environment. You uh-huh, come here, uh-huh, you're my guests. Uh-huh. I want to treat and you that was a fun time, by <laughs> the way. That was like a weekend thing. That wasn't like a nighttime. 
Okay. That was the, you spent the entire weekend in clan robes. It was fun. Around. It was real guys like we were talking about before. You know, mm-hmm. we uh, you know we did some marching, we did some dancing, we did some costumes, we did some role play, we did some. Yeah, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun, and I don't regret it. And thank you, Jared. And and you're also a part of it. So. I'm not a part of it. I don't see. That's again. I would not wear clan robes. I would uh-huh. not engage in that kind of behavior. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I don't I'm, honestly, I'm Jewish. I don't think that they would allow me uh-huh. to be a part of their group. Uh-huh. Well, if we could turn back the clock, Jared, if we could just turn it back 12 hours, you know? So people could see what so I was doing. So we could go into deep Forest Hills, Queens, to the type <laughs> of stuff that you invited me to. So, Again, if we could, yeah. If did we could, not yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody wants happen, to talk no. about the good stuff I did, you know? Nobody well, ever we'll wants to talk get about to the that. Good stuff. Yeah, um, let's talk about uh, you were a pioneer of supermarkets. Thank you so much. You know, this Thank was a, so an invention much. that you were at the forefront That's of. That's absolutely true. Thank you, Jared, for bringing that up. And I was, uh, and I did, I love supermarkets. And mm. the, the thing that I did, guys, that I'm actually very proud of that nobody wants to talk about is back then, you know, you go to the market and you pick up uh, Rice Krispies and you pick up different types of produce. And then when you go to the checkout, uh, you get some ugly son of a bitch uh, bagging your groceries. And so what I did was, I said, let's make them beefcake supreme boys, okay? Let's make them big, strong guys. Let's because who's doing the shopping? <laughs> women. Housewives, that's right. <clears throat> and who's doing the buying? The women. Okay, so, and what do they like to look at? They like to look at hunks of meat. They yeah. like to go to the supermarket and see, and see some guys that they'd rather be their husbands than their husbands, Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I made a lot of money, and I'm not, af- and I'm not going to apologize for that. Do you guys apologize for making all the money that you guys made? Jared, are you going to apologize for all the successes that you had? I definitely don't uh, apologize right. for the successes that That's I had. That's absolutely right. And uh, I'm sure that the Wright brothers don't either. You know, you, yeah. guys, you guys came away with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of cash. More, you, uh, more fame than money, I would say. Though may f- more fame than money. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I know that uh, both of those things were hurt. You know, once the litigation started over who mm. actually owned uh-huh. the patents oh, the of litigation. the plane and the different uh, you have to own the patents mechanisms. Jerry. You have to own the patents. It's very yeah. smart thing. Own it's the patents. Own the papers. Uh-huh. Uh, own the supermarkets. Own the houses. Own everything you can. We attempted to patent the sky. And, uh, oh, did you? That was apparently not not within unpatentable. Unpatentable is it what the patent office said. They had a rubber stamp for it and everything. Mm. Ready to go. They said un- there's a stamp at the patent office that says un- unpatentable. unpatentable. Yes, I presented uh, uh, a glass panel that it said hold up, and then it said this is the patent, and uh, we thought it was very clever. <laughs> Uh, and she said, and the woman there, very rude, her name was Dolores. Mm-hmm. She took the stamp. She was so excited she used it and said, "Unpatentable," and laughed us out of there. I ended up riding a bicycle into it, <laughs> into uh, into the glass that you had into the uh, glass. That one was an accident. Oh, it really seems like it would have been on purpose, though. Like a nice. <laughs> That one was, uh, it was very clean glass. Glass is transparent. Glass is transparent, but I... Like a bird, I soared into the glass. <laughs> mm. Well, let's uh, talk about your innovation yes. to, the, to the concept of flight, to the mechanics of flight, mm. was, according to the Wikipedia, the idea of controlling where the plane would go. Mm. Uh, you know, you looked at gliders... And you thought if we could just figure out how to control the change of direction instead of just leaning. Like a bird, bend the wings. Exactly. Um, Now, other people who were working on the same thing, who were also working on flight, Mm. uh, they thought that control wasn't important. They were focused on engine power Mm. instead. And so I have to ask you, 
What did their future of flight look like where you didn't have to control where a plane was going? Like, did they ever talk about... They would just have to keep going in whatever direction they pointed and Mm -hmm. eventually land. Yes. What would you, like, ran out of gas or something? Poorly thought out. Pretty pretty poor. Let's let's just play a game where Mm. we imagine the airports of today. Mm. All right? And... LaGuardia. uh, I'm sorry, what was that, Fred? LaGuardia Airport. (laughs) LaGuardia, for example. Mm. Uh, And... uh, and you you never succeeded in figuring out how to control where a plane goes. Ooh. You know, what is what does this airport look like? How wh- what is this vision of the future? Well, I'll tell you they would have had a lot more difficulty doing 9/11. <laughs> Can, can I get a shorthand for what happened? I would really like to keep... I don't want to break <laughs> Orville's heart here. Let's take a break and describe 9-11. <laughs> I, don't think we need to t- I don't think we need to just say what 9-11 was. Okay. I feel like it's going to hurt him. Like, we saw how he reacted to, to JFK Jr.'s death. I feel like this is going to be... Let's work our way up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, what else do we got? There's a, um, all what's, the, what's, the, what's the middle area between John F. Kennedy going down? <laughs> oh, nine eleven. What? No, there was the bl- plane uh, atrocities. Oh, what plane. about Malaysia? Malaysia Airlines, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. A, a whole airplane just disappeared. Oh, yeah. We don't. <laughs> I cannot fathom. <laughs> we never lost. We, never, we lost. never lost one. We, we never, never lost, lost one. Out of all of our experiments. We never yes. just misplaced a plane. Dear. You, never, you never had a flight that was intended okay. to go. So 9-11 like must have been like two planes crashing. <laughs> it was, uh, to say the least, yes. <laughs> oh There's my. a perverse pleasure that you are getting out of this, Mr. Trump. <laughs> well, I really know, I don't like appreciate it. I having fun with guys. I like having fun. <laughs> so you referenced an alternate future where we were not the people who invented flight. Yes. I wonder if in this future we may have found wives. Oh, yeah, maybe. You did say... Love. You know, in, so. your, in the Wikipedia, you had no time no for chance. wives because you were focused on planes. You can't have a wife and planes, is yes. what you said. That was a that famous was quote. quote. I tried to build a wife at one point. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, wingy. Very, <laughs> very wingy. <laughs> it was Almost wingy. indistinguishable from a plane. <laughs> <laughs> what was the difference between the planes that you were making and this wife? I wingy. would never make love to those planes. Well, oh, he had goodness. his patented uh, control stick. And mm-hmm. he wanted to have a woman he could control. And I told him that's not how it works, Wilbur. And you know what? Well, it's what would you know? It's still not how it works. You, we, we've learned anything. Mm. Tell that to Congress. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very topical <laughs> joke, Wilbur. Yes. Well done. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah. Um, it's incredible the sacrifice that you guys made. Giving up having a romantic life just so that you could invent aviation for the rest of us. Was it worth it? What do you think, brother? Well, as the one who who passed away much sooner, I'd say for me it was worth it. I didn't give up that much. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have died anyway. I got sick. And uh, the fame was worth it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whereas I had 30 plus more years of cold, lonely nights. You never took a pass at my plane wife after I was <laughs> gone? I, I did, and uh, it, it didn't, didn't do the job, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. So I continued to bury myself in my work, but there were nights when I wondered what I traded all away for the one that got away. Now, uh, I, I, I was looking at your Wikipedia, the mm. things that you were doing after your brother Wilbur passed away. Mm, yes. It doesn't really seem like you were that involved in aviation science. I might have missed that. Uh, but it seemed as though there were like some uh, uh, political movements that you were involved in. Mm. Uh, you were 
you know, big on uh, women's lib, on, on women's suffrage. Yes. Um, Thought that would be an in for me. It turns out <laughs> that was a way for you was to not get a wife, but it didn't yes, work out that way. Looks good on the old epitaph, but <coughs> <coughs> looks good on the resume. Yeah, put that uh, on the tombstone. Yeah. <sighs> Now, uh, uh, Mr. Trump, uh-huh. I understand that uh, okay. w- during World War II, yes. you know, you were, uh, according to the Wikipedia, your parents are from Germany. Yes, uh, thank you. You were, and this is in the Wikipedia, you were conceived in Germany, yes. which I don't know how Wikipedia yes. would know that. Yes. Um, but yes. you would tell people during after World War II that your family was originally from yes. Sweden. Yes. And that you were Swedish. Yes, that's right. But I was German, and I am proud of my German heritage. Um, you said you were Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, then why lie about okay. it? Huh? If I may ask, why lie? Yeah. Why lie? Well, because when you're in deals, uh, when you're on the golf course, and you need to make sure a deal gets done, mm. sometimes people don't want to do business with Germans. Sometimes Swedish people want to do deals with only Swedish people, and sometimes Australians only want to do with, uh, with Australian people, and sometimes only Americans want to do with American people. So, so, so I, it, it was so it was commonplace for me if I needed to get things done, and I got things done. To pretend that I was different things. And so I've pretended to be Japanese, I've pretended <laughs> oh, to wow. be Australian, <laughs> and you? I've pretended to be from Honduras. I've pretended to be 11 one time, Jared. I'm sorry. And that, and, uh, and that's a, that was a very fun what, time. What, and deal, I, what, what deal did you have what? to close, sir? You as an 11 year old. I was with some very sharkish 11 year old <laughs> CEOs. And they wanted to put up, listen, Jared, they wanted to put up some uh, beautiful uh, playgrounds around LaGuardia Airport, okay? And I owned the land around that, all right? And they wanted to build on it. And they were an absolute fucking shark on the, uh, on the golf course. And they looked across from me and they go, are you sure you're 11? Because we only do business with 11-year-olds. And I said, of course I'm 11. I don't like girls and uh, I ride a tricycle. And they go, checks out. <laughs> and... <laughs> And they sent me the contracts, and next thing you know, and that, and you know, you want to call me a liar, Jared, but that made me two million dollars that day. And back in and back in uh, nineteen, when was it? Let's see, forty-five. That's uh, with inflation. That's one hundred and fifty-five trillion dollars today. It's a little more than I think it would be, but so and that's uh, and that's the exact count, Um, and it is. And so I've pretended to be a lot of things. I've pretended to be a beautiful woman. I've pretended to be Fergie. You know, I've pretended to be a lot of stuff. When when did you pretend to be a beautiful woman? What deal were you trying to close there? That was a very shady way of calling Fergie not a beautiful woman by listing (laughs) those. Was that a comment? Well, but you know, it's because we used to date, and I'm. Still jealous, tell you the truth. So I like to Oof. bash her every time we uh, we you know I'm in public and have a microphone. Um, but I there's a giant age difference there. That's very impressive. But I did, and uh, thank you, uh, thank you, Jared. <laughs> Jesus Christ, thank you so much. Um, I'm no you, but I'm pretty good. Yeah. And so I was actually yeah. So I was doing business with some beautiful women, and uh, you know if you've been around beautiful women, you know that they only respect pe- uh, women that are more attractive than them. Uh, unfortunately, mm. Jared, do, do you find that to be true when you hang out with beautiful women? Uh, you know, um, I, I I don't feel comfortable speaking about uh, women. Say it, say it, way in, in, Jared. Way no, in. I don't feel comfortable uh, speaking for them. I feel like this is a place to, uh, you know, speak openly. To speak openly uh, about 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 a gender that isn't in the room, of course. That's sure, the yes, one that's not represented. Whatever on stage. This was our favorite be. pastime back <laughs> in the printing press days. This well, was, uh, of course, in the uh, in the early 1900s. But yes. our sister was with us, so it felt like we had a pass. 
It felt like you were able to, and you would you would toss it to her every now and again and be like, "This is okay, right?" Like what we're saying. Mm. She always That's approved. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, no, I'm I'm still gonna abstain from this. I don't want to speak for women and say what their uh, dynamic Not for is. Not about. The <laughs> I'm gonna say it. No. Well, here's a hint, Jared. The the hot ones only listen to hotter ones. So, I'm in a room with um, just some beautiful models. Oh mm. my God. Yes. You wouldn't believe it. Go on. And um. And so I walk in and I go, listen, listen, girls, we got to get this, di- this deal done today, okay? I got the mayor on my ass and we need to make this, pro- this property happen now. And they go, uh, you know, how can you prove to us that you're a hot girl? And I go, well, you see the elegant sequin dress I'm wearing right now. And they go, uh-huh, but I mean, we're all wearing sequin dresses. What do, we, what do you have that we don't? And so what I did was, and they actually stole this for the movie Fatal Attraction. I... I <laughs> I undid my legs like this, and they took a look at my beautiful vagina that I had put in that day. And, and they go, and they took one good look at it, because I gave them a good five seconds. I gave them, the, in the movie, they make it a lot quicker. But uh, in real life, it was, it, it was five seconds. And I go, boom, and then I go, and I cross them right over again, and I go, mm. and I handed them the pen. And they, let me tell you, lightning quick, Jared, they signed it, those contracts. Just and clarify. that made me, and if I can finish, that made me, at the time, which I think was 1951, that made me $10 fulfillion. Fulfillion dollars. Now, I just want to clarify something. Which hasn't been matched yet. You said that this was in the movie Fatal Attraction. Uh I think the scene you're referring to is actually in the movie Basic Instinct. Uh Uh-uh, no. They also (laughs) did it in Fatal Instinct, but it got cut out of the movie. Fatal Fatal Instinct Instinct. was the parody movie that they made of Fatal Attraction and Basic Instinct. That's a real thing. Uh-huh. There's a movie called Fatal Is that really? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Is it like a National it's Lampoon's not, thing? It's like a National Lampoon style like movie. Like a Zucker Brothers? It's not very good. Uh, I hope that nobody who made that movie is Because they also parodied that scene in uh, Loaded Weapon. In uh, what? Loaded one? Weapon. The Lethal Weapon parody with Emilio with, Estevez. With uh, legs open? Sam Jackson, movie. yeah. I don't remember that. Fantastic. I believe that was funny. Uh, it is quite Kathy funny. Kathy Ireland was the Whoopi Goldberg movie. was in it. Oh, Are we yeah. talking favorite and movies And I get right residuals now? for those <laughs> movies. I, I love Groundhog Day. <laughs> love you guys Groundhog. like Groundhog Day? Classic. Bill Murray? Annie McDowell did that for about 10 minutes in Groundhog Day. Yeah. I'm sorry, what was that? Huh? What did you say? I said Annie McDowell did that for about 10 minutes in Groundhog Day. I'm sorry, Annie McDowell did not show her vagina in No, you thought it was a Groundhog, but it was a beaver. It, <laughs> it got it got cut out. That's a good one. Well done, oh brother. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Let's uh let's move on to uh to the right brothers mm. and uh-huh. you know, you eventually you, you build the right flyers. Uh, right. you know, these planes that you managed to, to control and eight fly. horsepower. I'm sorry, eight horsepower. Eight horsepower. Very impressive at the time. At you the try time, making eight horses fly. There was no I'm sorry, you impossible. What? Impossible. Unless to you make, have a Pegasus. To make horses fly. Eight horses. Eight horses. I mean, try one, you can't. Eight. Forget about it. How did it. you try? What did you do? No, we're just saying comparatively speaking, it was an eight horsepower flight contraption. Mm, and I see. couldn't be done even. With that many horses, yeah, I thought you would have caught on to that. No, I was just imagining, like you know, uh, saddling a bunch of horses together, like a stagecoach, putting some wings on the side, maybe they take running off a cliff. Would have been a disaster. Believe me, we tried, we tried that, we tried everything. We mutilated a lot of animals (laughs) before we got (laughs) to the engine. (laughs) We're just uh, having an engine on your plane. Well, a horse is too heavy on its own, so we tried to cut out all the parts that weren't necessary for flight. Oh my god. Like what? Well, the legs. Well, one. Exactly. <laughs> well, the legs is the thing that you need to get the, the... Well, you only need the stubs to connect to the wings. Ah, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but so, yeah, the planes that you do make, uh, you're able to fly them for uh, up to 40 minutes, I think, was the longest uh, flight that you had in one of your, uh, one of your early right The first flyers. was only uh, 14 seconds. 
I'm sorry, what was that? 14 seconds. The very first flight. The very first 14 flight. 14 seconds. Well, there was the three-second flight that mm. happened uh, in December. Mm. Is mm. The, are you just not counting well, that one? That's more of a leap. Yes. Well, we, sorry, we, we <laughs> had I've had longer orgasms. Yes, I was, I was about to make the same uh, joke. Yes. <laughs> that's why we're brothers. It's yep. also because we're brothers and we have similar length orgasms. <laughs> Yes, it's another very popular topic of conversation to in the 1800s. Them, it's, it's very smart. It's yeah. very smart to time your orgasms. It's, it's just good information smart. to have, like your blood type. That mm. sort of thing. Yes, I cook eggs based on my orgasm. <laughs> That's how you figure it out. You go I, by like a seven I wait orgasm until egg. the water comes to a rolling boil, and then I ejaculate and put it on ice. <laughs> my dick and the eggs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, you gotta cool them both down. It's very important. So, anyways, uh, after you start reaching these incredible uh, flight lengths. Uh, many, many orgasms long. Uh, you refuse to do demonstrations for people for fear that they will steal your ideas. And so it's not until three years later that you have any kind of notoriety mm. for these flights. Right. And I have to wonder, you know, what was your what were you thinking? Were you were you both agreeing at the time? Like we have to keep this under wraps. Well, we uh, we had a lot of competition from a lot of uh, wealthy folks. Yes. Mm. A lot yes. of government funding and a lot of private funding. And, you know, we were just a couple of kids trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. So we knew if we uh, did it in front of them, these uh, these r- uh, rich rich types, rich folk types, if you know what I'm referring to, who compromise their ethics. Rich for a reason. Guys. Rich <laughs> types rich that compromise their ethics mm-hmm. might uh, steal our idea. Mm. See. Well, and so, and so, did you agree with this, Orville? Were you like, yes, we have to stop doing these demonstrations. We have to well, make sure I, nobody sees this. Uh, the compromise we made. I, I, I did enjoy the intention and the accolades, and I think we had a technology that would have benefited mankind. Was uh, we we agreed that we can go to bars and tell women about it. Right. Mm-hmm. It never really worked out in our favor, but yet it was a story. It was something to tell. Hey. Lady, gorgeous, uh, is my opening line. I, I, I don't normally do this, but um, <laughs> I think you're beautiful. And I invented, fl- I flew in the sky earlier today. I would say that. And, and, uh, and what would the women's response usually be to, uh, to hearing this? Um, well, uh, they, they, they would basically ask for proof. And I'd try to fold the napkin and make kind of a paper airplane thing. And I took one back at one point mm. to show her the plane, but uh, I accidentally brought her to the one that I tried to have sex with. Mm. Oh, to, to Big wingy? To my wife plane. Big that I wife made. wingy, right? And wingy. so it was a sort of a, a Mikado situation, a lot of... <laughs> Love triangle stuff uh, didn't bode well for I me. I gotta be honest. I imagining the women's response was probably not that bothered by s- just seeing a plane. Confused, mostly confused. Well, uh, she didn't know what she was looking at was a yes. plane at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, a mangled uh, interest of my affection. I see, but I mean, it must not have looked like a woman either, right? Oh, it had it had the trimmings. It. Uh, <laughs> It was dressed in a, a, a one of those ball gowns that had it the big caboose. It was basically a plane with a merkin glued onto it. <laughs> I see, I see. Uh, not that yeah. dissimilar from the uh, vagina that Mr. Trump had put in to fool the attractive woman that he had to deal with. <laughs> okay. And I got the deal. So now, unfortunately, we only have time for one more question. Oh. Uh, so I'm going to end on what will probably be my third strike with you, Mr. Trump. Well, let's see. Uh, in 1954, you were investigated by the Senate, very similar to your uh, to your son, Donald. Okay. Uh, for right. profiteering from public contracts, uh-huh. overstating building charges, and essentially embezzling uh-huh. $3.7 million 
from the Federal Housing Administration. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Now, the Wikipedia doesn't say exactly how this commission ended, what they found, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm guessing you didn't do any jail time because they would have listed that. Uh-huh, yes. uh, no, so I did not serve any jail time because people who do crimes go to jail, okay? Not people who don't do crimes. People who don't do crimes stay out of jail, and that's how you know whether or not they did crimes, is if they're out of jail or if they're in jail. None of us in this room have done crimes because we're all here. You know, does that make sense? That makes sense to everybody, right? I follow it. Fantastic. So, uh, so that totally negates everything that you said. And, um, uh, but I also kind of br- briefly wanted to talk about, uh, you know, when I would have sex. And uh, a lot of people uh, think, you know, that I, uh, just to clear the air, uh, you know, I am a playboy. I am a playboy, obviously. You know, but, it, you know, in these days, you know, it has, sex with me is, is, is a very complicated chair. And uh, I know uh, you actually passed out uh, last night, so you didn't see what happened. Uh, Again, you know, I once, was not. W- once with things you. started cooking up real hot, but usually I like to. I I, I have to have a couple people, seven to ten uh, people, actually have to move my body around and get it and and get it into the right thing. And um, you passed out on cocaine. I wasn't there. No, this is not a true uh-huh, thing. And I that's wasn't a lie, there. And he did. And I don't know how you. <laughs> and, and I honestly, I don't know how you pass out on cocaine. But Jared found a way to do it. <laughs> Um, you said seven to ten people had to move you around, and they did have to move me around, yeah, to a specific formation, yes, and uh, and you know I don't even enjoy it anymore. Tell you the truth, um, and uh, I pretty much do it for power. We yeah, were talking about this, power. yeah, um, you know, for power stuff. Don't you guys kind of feel that, huh? Sure. Had they had an experience with a woman, <laughs> then I'm sure they would agree with But I felt powerful uh, coming close sometimes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you got it. You got to come, come what close. What was the closest you ever oh. came? Was it that woman that you brought back to see uh, To, to see, see my plane. Yeah. I got a woman's telegraph address once. To t- telegraph info. Do you remember her uh, telegraph address? Yes, it was dot, dash, dash, <laughs> dash, dash, dot, 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 Dash dash. Because obviously the, the, the numbers would address. be in Morse code back yes. then. But let's I, I gotta find out about this Senate. So uh, please, yeah. So so yeah, explain I gotta to me find again. out about so the Senate committee. So uh, there's a bunch of hibbity jibbity and they wanted to uh, take away some of my money. Right? Is that uh, what you're saying? Well they say they are accusing you of embezzling three point seven million dollars from the government. Okay, well okay, here's a hint. Here's a hint, folks. Uh, everyone embezzles from from the government. Okay, wow. I do it a little bit. Everyone here has has done it a little I bit. I if if you take money from the government, here's a hint: that's embezzling. Okay? We we tried. And, we and couldn't and get money from the government. Yeah, if yeah, you, anybody anybody trying gets gets money from the government, and and I don't feel bad about it because I've done a lot for the government, specifically the men in government. Okay, I've buried bodies. I've made stuff go away. Oh my god. I've uh, I've you know uh, pulled some uh, strings for different diplomats and stuff like that. So am I sorry for it? Absolutely not. But you have to think about the good stuff that came of it. That, that came up of it. Has anyone ever ice skated in Trump Ice Skating Park in Central Park? That's what that gets you, folks. All right. <laughs> Sorry, so that's what that gets you. So boohoo! I took 1.3 million from the uh, government. No, 3.7 million. Ouch! 3.7 <laughs> million from the government. <laughs> I took that much. But guess what? You guys get a fancy little ice skating no, rink, no. and and. And you get a beautiful shitty park right outside New York. <laughs> if you if you drive about an hour upstate, I'm you get a beautiful park that only looks good two months out of the year, Jared. So, M- Mr. Trump, I can't uh, help but notice you didn't convert the money into today dollars. Oh well, thank you so much. <laughs> and um, and that's because mm. and you guys aren't going to believe this, but mm. that actually the number now today. Uh, is so big mm. that uh, it's hard to wrap your mind around. So um, it uh, makes more sense for me to put it into trigonometry terms, Jared. 
Do you remember Trigonometry? I remember a little bit of Trig from high school and college. Fantastic. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, so how much would that money be then in Trigonometry? So, if we're talking about, um, if we're talking to the power, right? Okay. If we're talking about to the power, then I guess we're looking at it. How much was it again? 3.7 uh, million? 3.7 in 1954. No, 3.7 <laughs> in 1954. So, I would say today that was uh, 10 to the uh, <laughs> Fergie Lififin uh, power, to, to 355 to the Fergie Fillionth power. I you think know, I'd I say. know trigonometry, and that's not trigonometry. That's not trigonometry? Oh, no, we're engineers. Oh that's not trigonometry. Well, oh, yes. oh my God. go back to we school. You're going to have to math. go back to school because I'm a very rich man, and uh, and rich people are right. So, wait, But that's not trig? That's not trig. And we, we didn't even go to school, but we, we self-taught engineering. Okay, so you didn't go to school? No. Okay, well, that's, you know. But we did build uh, the first plane. <laughs> we we so used well, our knowledge you know, well, to I build. I built a lot of things. You know, I built a lot of things. I built that ice skating rink, like I said. I, uh, you know, I. You uh, engineered the ice skating I rink, huh? We engineered <laughs> you. I'm did you pay some engineer people? Engineer it. I'm not going to engineer it. I talked to a couple of people, and they <laughs> make yes. some water into ice. You That's what I You attached your do. name. You attached your name to it. Then. Huh? You attached your name. To I it. built it. I you built know, there's it, some yeah. people because of the patent legislation. Some people say that's what you guys did. That somebody else invented the airplane. What? Uh -oh. And you just uh -oh. put your name what? on it. Well, Strike one for you guys. Who? I've got a, a crash with some broken bones that proves otherwise. Mm, exactly. You know what? That's uh, I, I the, no one can refute the broken bones that came from you guys inventing the airplane. Well, we are the Wright brothers. Poignant. Right to, to the end. Wow. <laughs> This was something that really struck you, Fred. It's just good to see you take charge, Jared. <laughs> I love it. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time that we have uh, for our first ever live Famous Dead People. Thank mm -hmm. you guys so much for coming. Thank you so much guys, for having uh, me, Jared. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yes. For, uh, Thank you so much. Brothers and Fred Trump. Yes, please clap for me. Thank you for coming, and uh, have I'm, a good I'm night. I'm going care. to ask everyone about 9-11 as soon as this <laughs> Well, we'll, get, it, we'll get to what 9-11 is later. Thank In the you. meantime... Unless everyone wants to stick around and see what 9/11 was, okay? But we'll see. We'll we'll just we'll figure it out later. You guys feel free to get a drink if the bar's still going to be open. I'm going to turn everything off because we were understaffed. And thanks again for my performers. Thanks again for coming, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you so much. We could we could stay, but I'm going to go in the back. 